ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. This morning I got up at 6.01. I walked out and saw the rising sun and I drank it in like whiskey. I saw a tree I've seen a thousand times A bird on a branch and I watched it fly away in the wind And it hit me It's a beautiful world sometimes I don't see so clear Some days you're just breathing Just trying to break even Sometimes your heart's pounding out of your chest Sometimes it's just beating some days you just forget what all you've been given. Yeah, some days you just get by. Yeah, some days you're just alive. Some days you're living. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Blake and Sal Show, episode number 299. On the road to 300. I'm Blake. Let me on my co host. First. The Pikachu to all podcasting, whose bird is an online star. Style, how you doing? Style, how you doing? Mm, I'm okay, how are you? I'm doing okay. Um, and a man in this room who decided to change seats. A dozen affecting who a speaker could be, and hence probably getting feedback to start the show. God damn it. The man in the middle of Mark Dead, how you doing? Oh, I felt like I just got transferred up to the mothership. And it looks like a dining room. What the hell? Okay, so for those who wonder, because I can edit out the first feedback. I can't edit out the second one. What happened was Dad decided to move from the normal seat he's just in to a different seat. Instead of, you know, asking me to move the laptop over. So what happened was I had to move the speaker <laughs> to another part of the room, and we still got feedback. So that's what happened there. <laughs> Wait, should we draw oh, a it. diagram of this? Uh, yeah, so fun, 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 fun. We've been doing this for years, and we still have issues. I just didn't want the glare in my eyes. Well, that's fine, but like, you affected I had to figure out the speaker situation. I spent 10 minutes getting everything set up in here, and then he sits down and sits in different seats. Alright, we're listening to Derek Bentley, newest of the living. I like this song a lot. This is fun. A little more low-key opening than normal. Yay, Derek's! Alright, so let's get into things. Help support the show and find all the platforms you can find this show on and other projects we're working on at the newly revamped Yes, and you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, um, snowsuits, and more from our T Public store. Just go to the T Public link on our website or go to tpublic.com, search for Blake and Sal Show. Not all items are actually available. Um, we, so, we don't have our Blake and Sal Show boots? No, we do not. Damn. Uh, I was going to say, well, um, Sal, you want to hear a funny story? I'll tell this story. You mentioned snow, and I'll tell this story. This is really funny. Last week, we were supposed to get this, like, massive, like, shut the city down snowstorm. Right. <laughs> like, they, they projected, like, 12 to 18 inches of snow. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So then, we all wake up on Saturday morning, 
and we had some rain on Friday night, and there wasn't even any snow on the ground. Oh, wow. Um, it maybe snowed a little bit. It maybe had a one to three total the entire weekend. I, total. Think, I think an inch and a half. Uh, maybe, maybe one to two, right? Not even? Well, then, Channel 12 here in the area, News 12, goes on Facebook and apologizes. <laughs> Well, that's what happened here that one year. I don't know if you remember that uh, they were projecting this huge, massive snowstorm. We didn't even get a snowflake, and people were outraged. Why? That's happy. Uh, Be happy. Right. And I'm like, why? Like, if, if it was the opposite, if they said that we were going to get nothing, then if we got dumped with 12 inches of snow, then I would be pissed. I think people were pissed because, you know, they shut down some things because of the imminent soul storm. So I'm sure that's why people were upset. Yeah, but then it was—it's better than than the opposite that we had last year, where they said that we were getting nothing, and then we got all that snow, and then people were stranded on highways for six hours. I remember, oh, yeah, that, I remember wow. that. I remember that last year. That was crazy. <sighs> so that, that now, by the way, we're recording it. It's like 17 degrees outside as we're recording this today. So nice. We're a hardy bunch here. But the funny Wisconsin. part is, there's no wind, and the sun's out, so it's strange when I can say it doesn't feel that bad outside at 17. I've lived here way too long. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a hardy bunch here in Wisconsin. I've lived here way too long. All right. Um, quick plug. As I said last week, I was on this past Monday, the last time I did the podcast. Well, due to the length of that conversation and the fact that Brian is trying to, you know, not have large, long shows, as he normally used to do, he broke up the conversation, so now I'm also on this coming Monday. It's all about the Mount Disney podcast as well. So there you go. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> so I'm on that show now two weeks in a row. A double bloody, dose bloody, of Blake. Bloody, bloody, blah. What was that, Tom? A double dose of Blake. I know. As if you don't get enough of me over here. Uh, <laughs> would that be a two-for-one deal? I don't think that's how that works. Okay. All right, so let's go with the commercial, and then I'll explain what this show is going to be about. All right, so this is an interrupting show. This this format uh, this format of show today has changed like four times in the last like three days, because originally I had us down to like it was a short, I figured we have a short week there won't be a whole lot going on, and I'll do like the ten topics um, format that we like doing when there's a short week. We have nothing to preview. We have no pay per views. We have nothing going on this week. Well then, and then the weekend happened, and that did not happen. <laughs> that is so not what happened. We still don't have pay per view, but we do have a lot to discuss. And we have a full run sheet, and we're not talking about the Houston Astros controversy. We're not talking about the Oscar nominations. We're not talking about Hall of Fame stuff. Yet we still have a full fucking run sheet. <laughs> we're not doing the Oscar picks. Why? I don't give a fuck about the Oscars. Who cares about the Oscars? Kyle doesn't even care about the Oscars. He's a movie guy. He's our new guy. <laughs> Once again, they're having no host that's doing the Oscars. Well, good for them. I don't okay. give a fuck. I'm not watching anyway. Me. Okay. I'm not watching anyway. Okay. You know what I'm watching on the Oscar night? New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's what I'm watching on Oscar night. <laughs> well, there you go. Because that's the night of the... Um, that's your Oscars. That's the night of the uh, um, Osaka show. So that's what I'm watching that night. Isn't it the Emmy Award winning New Japan show? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, that would involve them actually having a television show on television. Well, there you go. <laughs> and well, trust me, that's a whole different subject for another time. Anyway, let's start. Before we get to the sports stuff, there's so much to talk about. This story broke yesterday. Well, I was literally at the end of my shift. I'm talking to a friend of mine before I go home. And I go on Facebook, and this story's there. So I have to lead off with this. Dad doesn't even know this one's coming. Sal, you know this one's coming because I said it to you immediately. Yep. Tell me, baby, cause I need to know 
as reported on Broadway World yesterday. The um, this week, the Britney Spears musical "Once Upon a Once Upon a Baby One More Time" will be coming to Broadway. Yay! <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, 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 back up the truck. <laughs> the title of the musical again is "Once Upon a Baby One More Time." Nah, I'm not making this up at all. Like I'm not making this up. Okay, wait a minute. Were, were people stoned <laughs> no, or drunk? No, there's a reason behind this. Apparently, they're looking. Apparently, the um, the there's a bunch of princesses, and they are looking for something that's not a grim fairy tale to read, and they end up talking about Britney Spears. I don't know. It's really strange. The concept, <laughs> is, the concept is strange. But you notice, Britney is more relevant again because they use her song in the Applebee's commercial. Yes, so. it's true. I know. I'm point. excited. She's this making is, so much money now. Yay! This is something that's been going in the process for two years. This is uh. not new. You're reacting like, who gives a fuck? But Sal does, and that's why I brought it up. No, no, I'm not saying that. You just see Dad's face over here. Like, what the fuck are we talking about this for? Anyway. So, is Britney playing herself? No, she's not in the musical. Oh, God. It's music in the musical. Oh, God. You know how this works? It's like Mamma Mia. It's the same kind of mentality. Will they use the album music in a musical? It's the same reality here. Okay. That would be that would be too much lip singing for her if she did that. Oh, oh. that's gonna be fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the production's actually going to run in Chicago, in um, from April the fourteenth to May seventeenth. They're doing the trial runs here, and then they're going to come out to the Marriott Marquis and in Broadway. A preview start on June twenty sixth. 2020, and for those um, musical fans, that, that date's ringing a bell. It's also the same day In the Heights comes out in theaters. And it will officially open on July 30th. So, Sal, Ooh. when are you going? Um, <laughs> uh, sometime in the summer, I suppose. <laughs> I, I expect a review on this show sometime in the summer. I really do. <laughs> Sal's camping out to get the I'm gonna first ticket. I'm going to like the little gay boy that I am. Yes, I, I can't wait to hear this in this summer. I'll let you know when yeah. tickets go on sale. So, Sal, does that mean you're camping out to get the first ticket? Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to go that far. If this was like 10 years ago, maybe I would, but no. But even then, it, it, it's probably going to be out for a few months. I mean, it's not going to go forever. It'll probably be the end of the end of years. You should be good, you know? So. And then they'll make a movie version, and it'll be a big bomb like Cats. No, I don't think anything can be a big bomb like Cats. <laughs> <laughs> or Wait. you could do what the prom's doing, which is smart, and just go right to Netflix. Or that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there that's you what go. the prom's doing. They're going right to Netflix. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that this year. So, all right. Let's get out of here. That was fun. I just had to open that because I knew Sal would enjoy that. So, let's, <laughs> let's move on. You believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable! The championship to New Jersey. The Devils win the Stanley Cup. There once was a referee born in Rockford. He ref such a terrible game. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. We have the heart of a champion. You cannot measure it. You can only feel it. And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly again. I see pride. I see power. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody. Cold. Very cold. The only tough part when it's cold is loading up the bus. Pain heels. Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. Devils win it, okay! I think 
you're going to want to hear this. All right. So, um, when I first put this down, I figured I'd get this out of the way and talk about this real fast. And then news broke. We'll do the Nolan news in a minute. Um, last week, spur of the moment, some Scotty texted me. And he said, you want to go to the Predators-Blackhawks game in Chicago? And I go and say, hmm, let me talk to Mandy and look at my schedule. I then had to move a bunch of recordings I had done on the schedule for D5. And we just we went to the Predators-Blackhawks game in Chicago. <laughs> um... For, I, I've never been to the Madhouse before, the United Center for a game. Holy fucking shit, is it crazy in there? <laughs> the, the name does not lie. <laughs> it is nuts in there. They're, the, um, it, was a, it was a 5-2 win for the Preds, but the two goal celebrations were insane. Um, I, have, I have a question. Go ahead. How was the food? Um, I didn't eat much because we ate at home. I don't want to spend oh, a lot of money. I didn't need a lot. I'm done purpose. I just didn't need a lot. But you know what they do. You know what they do have. Um, you know how like you have to you get your silver in your cup and you have to refill it. And you like spend eight bucks for every time you refill it. Uh huh. Um, here you buy one for like nine bucks to turn the night, and you can refill it for free the rest of the evening. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice. So that's cool. D- does that mean any beverage? If you buy a soda, yeah. you can refill your soda all night. <laughs> right. But if you buy a beer, no, that's eight dollars per beer. Oh, uh-huh. that's different. Okay, it's yeah. different. Just... Nice try, alcoholic. Hey, I was just clarifying. It doesn't work for Bloody Marys either. Um, <laughs> Damn. Anyway, uh, and me and Scotty realized this is the first time I've ever been to a game where we were the road team. Huh? Like ever? I've never been. Like, I never went to the Garden to see a Dell Rangers game, like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I've never done that. Oh, I see. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we were the road team. You know what? I've never done that. Too technically, because when I went to the outdoor game, we were technically the home team. Yeah, the Yankee Stadium game, you were the home team because Aww. the Rangers. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. But um, no, for us, we were the first time, so it's interesting, especially when you go up three nothing in the first period. <laughs> um, how people look at you when you're walking to the corner, <laughs> and you're in a, you're in, a, and you're in a, um, you're in Predators gear. <laughs> do you think? Do you think you made TV? Because you know, like. When the Devils are on the road, they always show Devils fans in the crowd when they're away. You know, I didn't think about it. I should have DVR'd the game, but I didn't. I'm hoping that it replays because of what happened at the end. <laughs> uh-huh. But we, well, it's funny, our section had like maybe 10 Predators fans, but the building was sold out. So like our section oh. had like 10 Predators fans, or another section was like five. Like you can see, nice. yeah, when you sit down, you see black and red, and then like little spurts of yellow. The spray <laughs> of the building, it's pretty funny. You see the visual. I have a picture of it. It's really, really funny. But anyway, so end of the game comes. It, the um, Hawks pull the goaltender, and the Preds score a goal, and they make it 4-2. And like, yay, we're, the game's over. People are leaving. And we're standing there celebrating. And they're celebrating because our section's like literally filing out with like a minute or so left. So then we, we look down. They pull the goaltender again. And this happened. Crawford will go to the bench again. Rene will try it. Rene going deep for the empty net. It is bouncing. Oh! 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 He has scored a goal. <laughs> nice. Um, I texted Sal like immediately when this was happening. Um, and I realized this is the second time I've been in the building for a goalie goal mm-hmm. in my life, which is <laughs> insane. <laughs> Um, I did do a little research, and I wanted to know my stats here. And um, here are the history of goaltender golden hockey. Ron Hextall did it twice 
which is still unbelievable to me. In 87, 89, in the playoffs, Chris Osgood did it in 96. Obviously, Marty Bredore, 97 playoffs. I was there. Um, that was the first ever time I've ever been in my life been in a building for a hug a stranger moment. <laughs> don't forget the other two times he scored. Moment. Oh, those don't count because he didn't shoot the puck down. Oh, I see. Okay. For what I was doing, you count it. He does have three goals on the record, but technically he only shot it down once. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got it. You know? And, um, yeah, that hug a stranger moment is the big time sports moment when you don't give a fuck who's around you and just hug the nearest person. That was that night. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was that night. So, did the goalie get the game puck? Yes. All right. Yes. It was his first career goal, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> Jose Theater did it in 2001. I don't remember that happening. And Gary Nolkop did it in 2002. I don't remember that one happening either. And Mike Smith did it in 2014. So, there you go. All kinds of history being made. Packer Randy throw the goal. All right, let's get to yeah. some bad news. Let's get to some bad news, Sal. You can have this one. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, out of the blue, kind of, sort of, but we were expecting this to happen during the offseason, the New Year's Devils fired Ray Shiro on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I don't know. He's our general man. He was our general manager. <laughs> Um, yeah, it just came out of nowhere. Let's so keep going, because there's more news to this. Uh, yeah, Tom Fitzgerald um, has been named our interim GM, and Marty Brodeur will be his assistant. Which is, un- that's surprising. That one's surprising so, me. <laughs> was there a problem, like, in the front office? From what I've been hearing, but I don't know why you're talking like this today. I have no idea why today, but you're talking like this for some reason. That you sound like you're on NPR. I'm not quite sure why. But anyway... <laughs> That's talking like you got NPR for some reason today. But anyway, um, anyway, so what happened with what I'm hearing, this is coming from the, by the way, um, ESPN, despite their lack of hockey coverage, actually on television, has a fantastic hockey podcast, by the way. Um, oh, okay. Hosted by Greg Brzezinski and, um, and Emily Kaplan. It's a fantastic show. Okay. And um, they did a full story on this. By the way, Greg Brzezinski, double fan, by the way. Um, did a full story on this on this week's show. And apparently, it sounds like um, the owners went to Rejiro and did not like the did not like how long it took him to fire Hines. And um, did not yeah, like... Yeah, none of us like that. <laughs> that. And did not like the fact that he didn't get any word of actual, you know, substance for a haul. So, because they weren't happy with this, they decided to uh, also... Have him uh, get the boot. Well, what's interesting here is, and Sal, you'll understand this better than even Dad would. We're about a month out from the um, from the trade deadline. Yeah. So what now? Like, what do we do? <laughs> like, well, uh, to me, it seems like that this is the team we're sticking with until next year. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. And then we have the draft in June. Um, so interesting, interesting situation going on here in, in New Jersey. I almost feel like we hit the reset button all of a sudden. It's weird. <laughs> well, since Marty Bordeaux is the assistant, is he guiding this we, guy? We literally don't know what that's about. That would surprise me. The fact that Marty is now, like, second to the GM is weird and unexpected. Um, I'm going to say Emily Kaplan actually um, is going to – she did a prediction of what might happen next season with the Devils, and she thinks that Marty might get named president. Ooh. Of the team. So that's interesting. 
a lot of people have been saying that they would love to see Marty as GM and like Scotty Stevens as our new head coach and That'd like Ali as his assistant. That'd be amazing. Sergey Breland bring him back too. Why not? Yeah. Then you That'd send be... like Marty to the uh, trade wars. It'd be interesting. I'm just saying, just bring back the whole '95 squad because we got Kendianico on commentary. So, <laughs> I mean, to me, that'd be brilliant. Is you send someone that knows what's going on into the trade wars and basically it's looks fun. at certain players that he figured would benefit the team. God, you know, it's, that would be a win-win. It'd be interesting because I know. Um, I was doing some research for D5, unrelated to this episode because I'm doing D5 recordings tonight, and. Like, there are other, like, legendary players that are presidents of teams. They're not just Marilyn Mew. Like, there's other legendary players. So, Marty could add to that list and be a top person in the NHL. That'd be huge. You know, like, we'll find out a little closer. So, um, this is not the only crazy news that happened in the NHL. <laughs> this one came out of nowhere, Sal. You can tell this one, too. You can have this one, too. This one came out of nowhere. Yeah, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, they fired their head coach, uh, Gerard Gallant, and hired former New Jersey Doubles and San Jose Sharks coach Pete DeMoor. <laughs> what the hell whoa, is going whoa, on? Whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on. They fired their head coach. By the way, keep in mind, um, Gallant actually won Coach of the Year when they went to the finals. I was going to say, was that the one that when the Golden Knights had that wonderful season? Yeah. And, okay. He went to the um. They went to the final that he won Coach of the Year. He won the Jack Adams. Right. So you're gonna fire that guy and bring in Pete DeBoer, who basically who actually was the Devils coach for a while. Then when San Jose got fired in and, December, he got fired a month ago. Look. And so now the Vegas Knights are picking him up. And what? Do they, what do they think he's gonna turn a team around or what? Sal, what do you think? Um, I don't understand this at all because. I mean, they're not doing fantastic, but they're not doing bad this season. And this is the same thing, like, with the, the other team, with Nashville. Like, they weren't doing terrible. Well, it sounds like with the Pred situation, apparently they um, just look to see if they can, re- like, kind of recharge the locker room a little bit. Like, if you're watching the Preds closely, and I noticed this in Chicago, they're not playing full games. Like, they're not playing, like, a full game. They're, hey, I, I was joking on the way out. If they can actually, you know, if they're not going to play three periods, can the two periods they play be the second and the third, and not the first and the second? <laughs> like, right. please. I even the same thing going on in Vegas. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Oh my god. Oh, I'm looking at the standings. Vegas is tied for a wild card spot. <laughs> So, better than being in last. And, and who we're, better to bring on as Hey, we're not coach? in last, Al. We're not in last, Al. We're third well, from next last. last. We're third from last. <laughs> so, we're third from last. Who better to bring as head coach as him? And then basically, you know, a wild card for a wild card. What can I say? Yeah. Um, Detroit's, um, Detroit's last, obviously. They, they, they're diversity, period. And Ottawa is below us. Oh. Good. In the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Good, I hate them. <laughs> and by the way, also um, Anaheim and the Kings are also below us. So oh, there you go. Well, wow. The Kings? Yeah, the Kings. <laughs> Anaheim. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. There's your, um, there's your bottom of the bottom of the barrel stats for the NHL. An elite group. Um, anyway, the um, NHL did make some good news. <laughs> the, um, for those who don't know, the NHL All-Star Weekend is coming up next week. Um, it's a brief thing we can Rumble. 
and I actually, not going to lie, Sal, I forgot what <laughs> was going on. I kind of forgot. You because forgot. I, I haven't watched the All-Star game in like four years. Got it. Because it's on the head-to-head with the Rumbles. I haven't watched the All-Star game. Okay. Um, But I watch the skill competition every year. And um, in the back of my brain, the skill competition was going to go head-to-head with take was going to go head with um, World Collide. Because last year, it went head-to-head with TakeOver, and I watched it on Sunday morning. <laughs> Well, by the way, by the way, the um, total competition is on Friday, and the All Star game is on Saturday. Oh, nice! So actually, I may actually watch the All Star game this year. Um, nice. But anyway, they added two events. They announced they were doing two new events at the Steel competition. One makes a hell of a lot more sense than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that makes sense to me, um, they've been bringing women in every so often to do events. Well, this year they're doing an all women's event. They're doing a three-on-three USA versus Canada women's event. They're doing a game in the middle of the skills competition. There you go. Which is exciting, Sal. Yeah. Especially with this whole USA-Canada, like, women's feud thing that's going on. And they're doing this series of games. And I, I want to know if this counts in the series that they're doing. <laughs> I would assume so. Um, now, the other one. Okay, I'm going to try to explain this the best that I can. Um, because this is so ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> So ridiculous. I can't wait to hear reactions to this one. So, there's a new competition. There'll be eight players from the All-Star rosters in the stands. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're not done. So, they're in a section of the Enterprise Center. By the way, this game, this is in St. Louis, by the way. So, they're going to shoot pucks over the fans onto the ice and hit targets. <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Players are in the stands. <laughs> They're going to hit pucks down onto the ice. Over the fans. Over the fans <laughs> to hit a target that's on the ice. Yes. I, I see blame those two perfect guys because they did trick shots, okay, okay, hockey trick shots from from the stands. Okay. True. This has got the recipe for disaster Apparently they're going it. to lower the netting that's above the fans and put it over the fans, much like you're at like a baseball game. So, But this is still a crazy idea. Do they have the little thing a little out on the ticket saying, not responsible if you get hit with a puck? I don't know. I don't know. Sal, you were saying, though? Let me talk over you. Um, I blame those Dude Perfect guys because they recently did a video of hockey trick shots and did trick shots um, from the stands onto the ice. So I blame them. Well, blame them, yes. Yeah, so this is happening. But... So this is, I, I want to see how... I, I almost think the ratings for the All-Star Festival is going to go up just to see this clusterfuck. Because I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. I can see some drunk fan going, standing up and going, Yeah, do it, do it! Whap! He gets how hit in the head. How do you think people go to go to the All-Star Festivities, honestly? It's oh, come on. Come on. People I drink a little. I would love to and be hurt. <laughs> It'd be fun. <laughs> Valid point. Wham. So, you know, that goes next Friday in St. Louis. Because, you know, Stanley Cup champions holding the All-Star game with Friday Out Danger, people. Um, that's what I've learned here. Just remember, one call, that's all. Wrong city. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, the... Um, Hey, did you guys know there's a football game this weekend? You know there's two? No. Yes. Did you know there's two? Yeah. <laughs> Gee, wow. In the, in the, by the way, I'd like to thank the WWE Wrestling for not doing anything this weekend. Because um, they're, 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 they're not dumb. Because there used to be like something going on this weekend in the wrestling room. There's nothing, which I appreciate. Um, <laughs> the uh, championship weekend. 
and we have two games going on, obviously, on Sunday. Um, we have the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers and the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I, it should be an interesting weekend, interesting Sunday. Um, Sal, who's winning these games? Um, well, there's that State Farm commercial with, um, you know, the Green Bay and, and Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. Yes. So I have a feeling that this is a fix and it's going to be them too in the, uh, in the, in the, um, in the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> Are you saying there's a fix in the NFL for the conference championships? Yes. Commercial with yeah, Aaron Rodgers. And the whole thing is going to be sponsored by State Farm. So, the commercial with Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes oh my God, and State amazing. Farm. That's that, that, That's setting up the two so, teams for the Super Bowl. So I, just want, yes. I just want, on the record, it's Sal is saying that State Farm is rigging the conference championship weekend. I just want to yes. Okay. Yes. Like that's exactly neighbor. what I'm saying. State Farm is there. I think we found our um, we, our title for this show. State Farm Fix. <laughs> I think you heard the title the of the State show. Farm fix. The State yeah, Farm yeah. Fix. And no one's going to understand until we get to this part of the show. Um. Anyway, so, Dad, obviously, we're picking Maybe they'll pay for some advertising now. Uh, that'd be nice. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I don't know the ads that run on the show until I hear them. And I would laugh so hard if I'm playing the show and I'm going through the, we're going through the show and there's a State Farm ad playing on this episode. I will laugh so damn hard. <laughs> you you know there's so going to be a State Farm commercial during No, but no, no, because a lot of times it's local commercials. But it would laugh so hard if I were a State Farm commercial on, on okay. Friday with the terrace. Right. And, now, and now that we're talking about State Farm so much, I'm going to get an ad on Facebook about them. So <laughs> <laughs> no, am I! <laughs> Wait a minute, you got to pay your $5. Because you know what the problem is? We're using Facebook Messenger to do the show. So people listening to us so <laughs> anyway so obviously um who's putting this thing go yeah oh i'm uh, we're rooting for the packers already i'm gonna write this down before i forget okay. <laughs> just state farm i'm picking green bay over san francisco and yes i'm picking kansas city over Okay, so here's my issue here. Okay. Um, my brain, obviously, and my heart, it's in Green Bay. What? Let me let me just talk. Uh oh. I'm like I don't like where this is going. I, I I'm rooting for Green Bay. I'm rooting for Green Bay. I'm not gonna be SU. I'm wearing my, my Packers. You're at work. But I just I wouldn't be shocked if San Francisco won this game. Like it wouldn't shock me at all. Oh, Holmes. San Francisco's a good team. They're a good, good team, and that's a good defense. And oh, I don't know. They terrify me. They absolutely fucking terrify me. <laughs> like, you're that would good of a you, team. Would you consider Green Bay and uh, San Francisco going into an overtime? Maybe. It wouldn't shock me. Weirder things have happened. Um, so I'm going to go Green Bay winning, obviously, but it wouldn't shock me if San Francisco wins this thing. Um, Kansas City, uh, uh, Mahomes versus Rodgers kind of writes itself. <laughs> as much as Sal thinks it's six, that kind of writes itself for the end of two weeks. So um, yeah, I think... I think Fox and like ESPN and all them want this matchup because they could do a lot of things with that for the next two weeks, you know. Well, <laughs> so, you got to take a look at the game that Sam, uh, the Kansas City is coming from, where they posted the fifty-one. The 51, oh yeah, when they were down twenty-one nothing and then they went forty-five and seven in a ridiculous run. And then they said they ran out of pyro because oh, yeah, it was, was my favorite part of the yeah, weekend. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the weekend when they put up they put it up their graphic. They said the Kansas City ran out of pyrotechnics and fireworks because they were throwing so much. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> um so anyway, last week we talked about we mentioned we were gonna talk about the NFL coaching situation going on and now that all the coaching our thoughts are filled, we can actually talk about it now. There you go. Um 
the New York Giants, they have hired on Joe Judge, who okay. um, who actually played on the Patriots for three Super Bowls. Oh, oh lucky him. I looked, up these, I looked up the information. And also, he was part of Nick Sabian's staff for two national championships in Alabama. Oh, there, there you go. Okay. Credentials. There's a lot of credentials here. Credentials. So five years. He signed out with the Giants. That means absolutely nothing in coaching, as we learned in the coaching world. It means absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> because you, if you have a bad season, you can be gone next year. So, um, um, Carolina, they um, they hired um, Matt Rule, who I don't know, but I looked it up, and he's a former head coach from Temple and Baylor. Ah. So, so we're moving the from college route. Yeah, we're, we're, college route. we're going from the university to the pro football. And they signed to a seven-year deal. Ooh. Now, this is the one that's interesting. The Go Dallas ahead. Cowboys. Uh-huh. They hired former head coach of the Green Bay Packers, Mike McCarthy. Uh-huh. Five-year contract, Dad. What's your feeling on this one? The reason why they did this was for one and one reason only. It's the figure since he led Green Bay to a Super Bowl win that he can do the same thing for the Cowboys. Hmm. So, we'll, we'll see about that. Well, if you heard a phone in the background, that was not State Farm calling us in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> and finally, the Cleveland Browns, they um, brought in the um, a, one of the coordinators from Minnesota. I, I literally, I was looking up this guy, and apparently he's been like every single possible coordinator in Minnesota over the last 13 years. Okay. Kevin, um, Kevin Stefanski, Stefanski, I can't, Stefanski, sure, I'll go with that. Go with that one. And he's now the Cleveland head coach. I, it's funny, funny, I look it up, I looked it up on Wikipedia, because I'm like, let me get the stats on this guy. And it's like, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, I'm like, lineman coach. I'm like, what did you not do besides actually be the head coach of this team? Like, what did you not do? <laughs> water boy. Yikes. I'm so, sure he was a water boy at some point. I guarantee it. <laughs> So that's that. That's our sports stuff. That's all the fun stuff on this end. So let's take a quick commercial break, and I will laugh if I hear a State Farm commercial here. But we'll take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back, and we'll go into the wrestling side of things, because we have a lot to talk about on that side as well. Can somebody call for the nature boy, Ric Flair, to come on here and say a thing or two? Under the sea! Under the sea! Oh, what a rush! Oh, get it later! It's me! But don't worry, you could have seen the commando! And that's the bottom line! Because Stone Cold said so! Akuna Matata! What a wonderful phrase! Stop! Listen! Because... Because... I am Lance Catamaran. All right. So, I was joking yesterday that there has been way too much damn wrestling news in the last 48 hours. <laughs> way too much. Well, to the point where me and Dad took about two hours on Wednesday night away from our phones yeah. to watch Crisis with CJ. And I did not look at my phone again until like 6.30. In that time, there was breaking news that I totally missed. And Manny had to tell me about it, and all the Wednesday night programming were dedicated to it. So. Uh, Rocket Johnson. 
the Rock's father, passed away at the age of 75 unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've been hearing, people actually, last time I talked to him, they found out, he, they thought he just had the flu or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The last time they talked to him in the last couple of days. So, I don't know, no one knows called the death yet, as of this recording, we don't know yet, it'll probably come out soon. But yeah, Rocky Johnson, WWE Hall of Famer, legend, dad, this is your department, go for it. So this is a guy that kind of broke barriers, uh, started out in the when it was terrible, uh, ended up with uh, Vince Dad's organization, WWF, formed a tag team with Tony Atlas, and they called themselves Soul Patrol, and won the tag team championship, and they were the first African-American tag team champions in the history of the WWF. That's fantastic. Especially now with the New Day and everything. That's great. And since he formed such friendships there, when uh, Dwayne was getting into the business, uh, he reached out to Pat Patterson, and Pat Patterson helped train Dwayne in the business. So there you go. There you go. So you can thank Pat Patterson for what we now know as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Who is... But it's interesting. It's weird because I heard Rocky Johnson. I'm like, no way! Like, and here's something kicker. And Sal, you don't even know this one. He just in the last week released his autobiography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's crazy that he just released his autobiography and then he passes away. That's insane! Insane! You can't what, write what, that shit. What's really weird is, um, they won the belts. I believe from the Wild Samoans. And fitting, really fitting. <laughs> one of the Samoans, uh, High Chief Peter Maivia, had a daughter who basically, uh, Rocky Johnson, boom, that's how The Rock was born. There you go. Well, there you go. Your, your, your history lesson. Um, speaking of history lessons, and I'll set this one up for you. Literally, Sal, when I wrote this run sheet out, there wasn't a lot of news, so that's why I put this on here. Um, <laughs> Dad watched a documentary. Literally finished it right after we got off the air last week. Mm-hmm. Called 350 Days." I still have yet to sit and watch it. I do plan oh, on it soon. I do. I, I, I have it on the road. I have yet to watch it yet. I haven't had a chance to sit and watch it yet. So, Dad, why don't you do a quick review? Oh, of 350 Days." It, it was it was nicely done. Unfortunately, what, got, is, it, what is it about? The people, the people are asking. Basically, 350 days is that's how many days pro wrestlers are on the road with the organization. 350 days. They get 10 personal days to use throughout the year, but they're working 350. Um, so what's the documentary? The documentary is about wrestlers, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Axe Baker, uh, they interviewed uh, Leaping Letty Poffo, uh, Gangrel, uh, Wendy Richter, all these people, and, and the more basically were working all 350 days. And during this documentary, it brings out on how it strained the families, how it led into divorce, or how it led into them uh, being, you know, seeking women or recreational drugs or drinking or both. Uh, one person that was in there was, as the, he was called, Hardy Party Marty Janetti, who would like <laughs> to party hard and have a different girl in different cities and basically not think twice about it. Wow. And then, he, of course, he goes, well, yeah, well, we love that rock and roll lifestyle, but there's one person that's going to deny it. I'm not going to name his name, Sean Michaels. Wow. He, and he named it, you know. See, no, 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 um, no, no shade at all there. No, but, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the, 
they talked about how difficult it was and how they tried to balance family life. Uh, Bret Hart is also in it, and basically he's the one that you know says, "Yeah, in order to make it successful in this business, this is what you have to do." You know, you go after that brass ring, but it basically costs you a lot of things that ignored. And the, the main thing was if you're married and you have a family, your family kind of goes by the wayside and you're more focused on getting that brass ring in in your organization. Well, there you go. You can find this documentary on streaming services. Where did you, you watch it? Tubi. On Tubi. Tubi. Uh, it's available on Roku. So yep. you can Tubi. Tubi. I will be watching this when I have a chance. What, about an hour and a half? Yeah, a little over there. Okay, cool. If I can find an hour and a half at night, I will watch it. It's just the, like, like, like Wednesday nights when I'm home, I'm off on Thursdays, I watch Dynamite, and then I go to bed. So, like, and yeah. then I, I spent all day running errands around, so I have not a chance to watch it yet. So and, I plan and, on watching and, it, hopefully, by next week. And you're going to be surprised on how some of these wrestlers look. Some of them look really well. Some of them look completely different. Uh, one example is um, Axe Baker, who his eyebrows and, and, and beard are just, like, wild. Uh, the other one would be uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. He, he looks somewhat different. We saw Greg the Hammer Valentine at um, Bruce, at the Bruce City State Fair show like yep. a couple years ago. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, well, let's move on. Sal, why don't you tell us the big news story that broke from Warner Media? Uh, very exciting. Warner Media extends all elite wrestling into 2023. And they're going to add another show. Yes. Um, that is actually, I, I got lazy. They put the press release here. It's easier. Um, I typing <laughs> it up myself. It's one of those things I was at work and I got lazy. Um, so, so one show is going to be on Wednesday and they haven't figured out when the other show is going to no, be? No. And, and I've been reading about it. Actually, right before we went on the air, I was going to look at more details. Mm-hmm. Oh, this hour show will be, ta- be taking AEW Dark off YouTube and then reforming it a little bit and making that the extra show. Oh, okay. On TNT or TBS. They haven't done what day of the week. They don't even say it's going to be on every single solitary week because obviously the holiday. Like, for instance, they didn't tape at the AEW Dark on Christmas because there was no show. Like, so, like, that so happens, you know? Is this new show going to be our format or an Probably an hour. Just an hour. It's okay. a third hour of programming on the week. Okay. So, if it's just dark and it's just, like, stuff like that, then it's fine and it's a good little filler show. I hope it's, I don't take it too seriously. And I hope it's not bad as Thunder. Good. Um, <laughs> just be honest there. But. A part, big part of this is, well, you had another show. You need another announcer. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. And um, fresh off announcing that his podcast is probably not coming back. Um, Taz signed a multi-year deal with an All Elite Wrestling to be part of the announce team. No. Well, official. This is absolutely official now. Official now? It's AW okay. right. and Taz's Twitter page is literally this morning. So um, that's pretty big news. I thought Taz did a great job. On Dynamite, when Tony Schiavone missed the New Year's show, mm-hmm. I think he did a great job. He is um he is actually hosting um AW Dark this week with Excalibur and okay. the um Sal. I don't know if you see the pictures yet of everybody dressed up for Bash the Beach from last night. No, I haven't. I've been trying to avoid all spoilers. Oh, it, it look for the picture of the announcers. It's not a spoiler at all. They're all dressed in hilarious like Hawaiian shirts. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so like. Um, Justin Roberts looked like he just strapped out of Miami Vice, but all the announcers <laughs> are wearing like different color Hawaiian shirts, and I did not, do not be surprised, Taz somehow found a orange and black Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> Go figure, right? So now if we have another announcer, then what, like, is, are we going to have a four-person team? Like, what's going to, are they going to like, Well, it sounds like to me, 
it'll be like JR from from people want. I, it depends on who people. People are actually suggesting maybe do like JR and Tony Giovanni on one show, and Excalibur and Taz on the other one. Oh, okay. That would or have like JR and Taz, or like do some variation where all four of them don't have to work the same night or leave the same time or the same show because they're filming everything on the same night. You know, so see what happens. You know, Taz and Excalibur have some fantastic chemistry. Oh, yeah. So it's sort of JR and Taz. Yeah. So it'll be interesting how they do this. I don't know. We'll find out as we get closer. I don't want to take Shivani on Dynamite because I'm actually really enjoying Shivani on Dynamite. So, so we'll find out as we get closer. Um, speaking of signings. Um, the Taz thing kind of do not fit this section, so I did it anyway. Marty Scroll, Marty fucking Scroll, <laughs> who used to be a free agent. This motherfucker goes from I'm going to go to All Elite Wrestling when my contract expires to Hey, I'm going to pop up in NWA and challenge Nick Aldis to Oh fuck it, I'm going to stay in Ring of Honor and I'm going to sign and give a get a contract that's similar to WWE money and only have to work 40 days and then gets named head Booker. Yep. <laughs> and has creative what quality control. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so, so Marty Scroll is now the head booker of Ring of Honor. What the hell's happening? Okay. I, I, I think Ring of Honor didn't want to lose a very key player of their organization. Uh, and, and from key player, uh, his idea with... Uh, his own faction was 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 just fantastic. Villain Enterprise, I think it was fantastic, and how they also got another wrestler to join the group, Flip Gordon. I think Marty Scroll is just the brainchild of his idea. He took it and ran, and it, and it worked. It worked very well. Well, it's, it's him. That's why. Right. Him. And, oh, by the way, interesting. By the way. Is now with this whole thing suddenly the NWA and Ring of Honor are working together again. So huh, I don't go know figure. what's going on. Go figure. Because now Nick Aldis is uh, is popping up during Ring of Honor shows. They just announced Nick Aldis for the Slip Gordon for Hard Times. See, there you go. Like I don't know what's going on. Like it's a lot of weird shit going on right now. Um, by the way, I'm not ordering Hard Times if we don't have to. I'm not ordering Hard Times. It looks terrible. Okay, so, all right, so it's terrible. Anyway, not the point. But Ring of Honor, that done time. Ring of Honor, they re-signed Bendito. I, right. Here's the thing that I really thought is that um, there was talk about Bandito possibly also coming to NXT because uh, the scouts at NXT makes looked, sense. Makes sense. looked at him and, and figured they could basically kind of kind of overshadow the uh, Sin Cara debacle, uh, and this guy was it, it was very high. Yeah, there you go. You know, and for being 23 years old, I can't believe how young he is. Uh, I mean, and you look and at he his was an moves, unknown before all in, right? He was an unknown, and and look at his moves and how crisp they are and everything. This guy is just going to get better and better as he gets older. And and I give Ring of Honor credit for snatching him up before right. all he did. And here's the thing, he now has a title belt. Yes, they um they won the six man tag team championships with the new, the um the the Mexican version of um Lij. Yep. Which is interesting. He has his own faction now. Yep. And so him and Rouge have their own faction. It's interesting. Yep. By the way, he's also going to work with CMLL. It's in his contract. He's still allowed to go to CMLL and See, do his stuff. So. There you go. Um, the other big news doesn't affect Ring of Honor, but it affects Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Brian Cage, who was written out of their pay-per-view mm-hmm. last weekend because of a quote-unquote injury, um, suddenly 
was supposed to have a match against Rob Van Dam. We'll get to Rob Van Dam in a little while. Um, uh, he was supposed to have a match with Rob Van Dam, and he got pulled from the match because of injury. Mm-hmm. And then 24 hours later, he found out he signed a multi-year deal with Ollie Wrestling. Well, here's the thing, now, too. Was that confirmed? Yes. That is confirmed okay. from my sources. But, like the Torkin.net and Observer. But so. Ted, Ted more smoke screen to this whole mess is Melissa Santos, his wife, uh, put on her Twitter page that, no, he hasn't signed. That's what Sal was actually, I, was, I was actually going to set Sal up because I have a feeling that he was talking about. But right, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, she says, no, he didn't sign, nothing's going on. That's why Sal, that's what, what Sal was saying. Oh, okay. That's actually what Sal was saying, right? Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you okay. talked over him again. <laughs> um, I apologize. Yeah, that's just how I was setting up. I was helping him set that up. Um, but yeah, according to my sources, he has signed. So we'll find out. It's usually possible in all the wrestling. Keep in mind, Brian Cage is the guy who wanted to be in the Battle Royal at Double or Nothing. So, who knows? Sources that I've heard saying that uh, Impact was no longer happy with Brian Cage. Uh, and he was also no, not happy with them. Uh, so I think it's a mutual parting of the ways. Well, he wanted to go to Ollie anyway, so there you go. Perfect for him. Um, moving on to the women who should have been on the radar this weekend for good, but ended up being on the radar for bad and good at the same time in the weird weekend. Tessa Blanchard. So Tessa Blanchard was accused on Twitter right, when, right before she had her match against Sammy Callahan on Sunday mm-hmm. of being a racist and a bully. <laughs> Yes. Um, Sal, any thoughts? Um, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I kind of feel for her because apparently a lot of this shit happened before she became an Impact star. And um, I understand sometimes when you're younger, you say stupid shit. But at the same yeah. time, um, you piss a lot of people off. And this is probably why you're not in WWE. <laughs> oh, there you go. And now all the not going to touch her because why would you want to after dealing with this? But... That did not stop Impact Wrestling from doing what everyone expected them to do on Sunday. Josh Callahan is reeling. He's out on his feet. He's, He's out on his feet. Tessa Blanchard. Here we go. Here we go. Got him. saw DDT. Press into the cover. Sammy Callahan's shoulders down. may have been a little overblown, but um, Sal, your thoughts? <laughs> Sal, your thoughts? Um, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Um, if, if this was, you know, a way for people to talk about them for a little while, I mean, it, it worked. It did. Um, but, like, where do you go from here? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, because, um, so, Tessa Blanchard is now a champion. Um, I give, good, good for Impact, for getting on board and giving a woman's champ, give me a woman's world champion for the men's side. That's fantastic. It's great. I think it's amazing for Impact to do it. I never thought I'd say as many good things about Impact in one sentence. But, you're right, Sal. What do we go next? Sal, what do you think? I mean, since she's got the ti- title, um, 
I'm sure there's going to be a rematch between her and Sammy Callahan, but that means now anybody can challenge her for that. My thing is, is since Taya Valkyrie, she Taya Valkyrie did challenge Tessa for both belts. Right, interesting. And that's what I'm saying is that that's the next thing I think is going to happen. Taya Valkyrie, by the who is the women's champion of Impact, and also right. Johnny Mor- John Morrison's wife. Wife. So my thing is, I can see it, you know kind of doing the similar of to. Becky two belts, only you're going to do an impact with Tyre Valkyrie and Tessa Blanchard. That's an interesting idea. Interesting idea. It's a weird situation going on. I give Impact credit because um, you have this positive news. And then Sal, last night, you texted me, you messaged me on Facebook. <laughs> what the hell happened here? Go ahead. <laughs> um, in, in classic uh, Impact fashion, um, they had their um, Twitch account suspended because of a borderline softcore porn RVD three-way video that aired on their show. <laughs> and that's not wow. exaggerated. That's not exaggerated wow. at all. Like I loved. I watched the well, video before it went on the air. This is okay. Okay, people, I know people are probably going crazy because, oh my god, Twitch, Twitch is managing content. You know what? Um, Twitch can do whatever the hell they want. It's their platform, and you, you, don't, you don't pay to be on it. You know what I mean? There's a lot of kids on Twitch. There's a lot of kids. Well, yeah, a lot of gamers, well, a lot of kids play games. There's, there's, I'm sorry. Impact out of the air in this video. So, for real, you haven't seen the video. And um, it's not safe for work at any level. Um, what happened is, RVD, obviously mm-hmm. he's married to Katie Forbes. He also has a girlfriend. Right. Um, real life. The real life relationship. Real life real relationship. Completely real. And he brought it to TV. And he's doing a presentation of Charlie Sheen back when he was doing his weird shit. Got it. And um, they start making jokes. And then they start. He starts. He put whipped cream. He put, literally put whipped cream on their tits. And um, they're just wearing um, thongs. And then they start kissing his neck. And then they yell at him for talking too much. <laughs> And then um, the line, I believe the line that probably, besides all this, um, not um, Katie Forbes, the other chick, goes and says, I want to see your your Rob Van Dick, and it gets censored, and then they cut him off the air. Yes. <laughs> that is well, not a joke. Well, that is what happened. Okay. So, let's kind of. And I will not be putting that video in our, in our, in our show notes. Dippity-doo. Uh, let's kind of go back a little bit, and the little vignettes he has with him and his wife, in the hot tub. Which, by the way, is fine because she was wearing a bikini. Like, <laughs> but if you, you look at what she's wearing... It wasn't sex, though. It was just it has partial nudity. It's different. No, no but I mean, if, you, if you look at what she was wearing or what she wasn't wearing, you know, it was basically kind of hinting of things, but... This for, hinting. For, this but, showing it. <laughs> but for him to take it into another level and... No, not tell Impact what the hell was going no, no, on. Impact knew. Impact knew when they okay. aired it. Okay. Impact knew when they aired it. It's okay. on their show. Okay, I got another question. How did the Access air this? This is part of their TV but, show on Tuesday. But here's the thing. Maybe they thought that it was going to be like other videos, and all of a sudden, now it kind of goes off the well, radar, and then now all of a sudden knew. they got to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. They definitely knew because someone had to actually, like, throw a sensor in there. Okay. All right. It was edited into the show. Okay. It was edited. I, okay. It was edited. Okay. Like, I get it. I get it. So basically, <laughs> you're saying it impacted the purposely to get, kind of get a rise out of people? I don't know what they did it for. Oh, they got a rise, all right. Literally. <laughs> no pun intended. I, I, I'm, I'm out of Rob. 
Um, <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, literally. Actually, exactly what she said. Not even a joke. It's actually what she said. Um, <laughs> if, if you wanted to get literally. Your, <laughs> if you wanted to get your product noticed. You're not the for that. You're not the budget for that. But, I, mean, you, I mean, Rob Bannett, if you wanted to get your product out there, yeah, you got your product out there so much that you basically had to be banned from oh, Twitch. You have you have the show DVR from Tuesday, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I think you have the show DVR on the DVR. We should skim it and see if this aired on Access. I'm dead serious. After we're done here, we should totally skim the show on Access and see if they aired. Okay. It, it was part of the Twitch show. I should really do the air on Access and see if they actually got away with it. Oh right. my god, that'd be amazing if they air that on Access on an actual cable network. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. What did the censors do? Oh my god. I just thought about that. I, mean, you have, I knew you DVR'd it because we had to cancel um, we had a cash flow and crypto prices in there so yeah. you can finish watching his movie. I just, so yeah. No, no. <laughs> I just, if you're going to do something like that, then you know I think you got to pay like nine ninety five a minute for that. Or go to, or, or go to Pornhub. Or go to Pornhub. <laughs> There's Pornhub for that. Yeah. Wow. There's the internet wow. for that. Exactly. Exactly. And not Twitch. Uh, <laughs> where where was the Godfather in the whole train? Oh, God. Anyway, last things are first. We talk about everybody but WWE. So we have a little bit of WWE storyline stuff. And no, we're not bringing up Bruce Lana and Lou Lashley here. Um, Thank God. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy joined up with Seth Rollins and AOP. Interesting train of events. Sal, what do you think? Um, okay. Why not? I I think they needed a person that they basically figured that they can easily manipulate and Buddy Murphy happened to be the perfect candidate after being, you know, trounced by um Alistair. Alistair Black and this is like trounced. the third trounced. Trounced, yeah. That was a great match. Oh, they had a great match. Oh yeah, and the the tour that were great. He didn't get squashed. It was a great match. Yeah, you know, they, like... they were great. But in his mind, he just figured that he didn't do enough to win. And so when your mind isn't totally clear, and you're in the you... dark order. Oh yeah. wait, no, wait. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what? I am not the only one that made that joke. I had to throw it out. Are there. we jumping the memes here? I'm not the only one that made that joke this week, but I had yeah. to say it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, when when you're you're not thinking clear, you you think you you're you're done and all washed up, and all of a sudden you've got the Monday Night Messiah that comes with you and says, "Okay, join our group," and you know, no questions asked, and we'll make you feel welcome. Well, there you go. Well, that's fun. I'm interested to see where this goes. They need a faction name now. There's four of them. Um. <laughs> I, I do love the Monday Night Messiah. I love that name. I think it is fantastic. You know, it's such a douchey, te- douchey title. Like, I love <laughs> it. And I love the fact that it's so much, he's so into this character that he believes every fucking word he's saying. So, you like that better than the Sultan or the, Sh- the Shaman of Sex? Like, yes, yes, yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah, I think the Monday Night Messiah is so perfect okay. for him. Um, so, the other big thing, I want to know your private opinion. Drew McIntyre, what do you make of Drew McIntyre's character right now? Is he a babyface? Is he a trainer? Is he turning babyface? Are they turning a babyface to go into the Rumble? Like, what the hell are they doing? I, I, I feel like there's a change coming. I really do. It does not It does have that on the horizon, you know? It feels like it. It really does feel like it. it, it they seem like they want to turn him into a babyface, but they're but doing... a badass one. Right. They're, they're doing a slow turn where he's going to be like... Almost like an Austin personality where 
He's the anti-hero, but yet the fans love the anti-hero. I agree with that. I could totally see that. And going into the Rumble, is an interesting time for it with the whole Brock Lesnar storyline. And it's interesting to have Drew McIntyre turning babyface right going into the Rumble. I don't know if you guys heard this, but they're talking, or there was talk, about the reason why Brock is number one. It's because he only wants to work 20 minutes. Oh, no, that <laughs> but supposedly somewhere in the mix of the Rumble, they're going to put in Cain Velasquez. We brought that up last week. I know. Dallas said that last week. Yeah, but now now they're really like pushing you on this. You know what? That would be so dumb. After how bad Cain looked in Saudi Arabia. No. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your energy. Because you know what happens then? And I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. Here's what happens if you do something like that. And you're going to do Brock and Cain Velasquez or fucking WrestleMania. That is a disaster, number one. And number two, you're wasting the Brock Lesnar title match. Oh, you're yeah. wasting it. I know. On someone that could be like a Drew McIntyre or someone like that, you're wasting a title match if you're giving it to Velasquez. If you're taking the belt off Brock before that, like mm-hmm. a chamber or something, mm-hmm. then maybe I'm with you. Right. But if you're keeping the belt on Brock, no, do not mm-hmm. waste it. Sal, your thoughts? I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, uh, I mean, I understand the dynamic of the storyline with him, but it, it was clear that he just, he's not, not that caliber of a superstar to be at that type of a level. Yeah. Okay. It's ridiculous. I don't agree with so, it at all. Here's a question I throw to both you gentlemen. Dad. Who do you think the surprises are going to be for the Royal Rumble? You know what, Dad? We're doing an entire Royal Rumble preview show next week. Okay. Yes. So let's say let's put that question on hold. Okay. We'll go back to that next week okay. for our big panel. Um, because we will have maybe a long form conversation about this next week. Okay. Oh, I think, though, we will get out of here. We'll keep this show short this week because I have, well, it's been a crazy day. And we have no guests and no, no editing to this show. So it's going to be a nice way to no end guests. this show early. What the hell did you do? We had no guests. Nobody answered my emails this week. <laughs> I tried. Trust me. I tried. Well, you're still on MySpace. What the hell are you doing on MySpace? What the fuck's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm the one actually on social media where this guy is. <laughs> I'm putting it in the speaker. I'm just giving you crap. That's my space. Wait, what wait. the fuck is that? Can we say crap here? I just said fuck. Are you worrying about the word crap? Oh, really? so, so we're not going to get censored and cancel our account? Damn it! What at the show. Okay. Get the hell out of here, Sal. I think you brought this song up last week. Look at I did. Uh, this is the uh, song that I was mentioning last week. Uh, this is Delta Goodrum. The song is called Let It Rain. And all proceeds of the purchase of this single on iTunes and all that. Uh, we'll go to the uh, the wild uh, wildfire relief for Australia. Yeah, sure about the late rain in Australia yesterday, yeah. which is exciting to see. I mean, that's really exciting. I still got the people in Australia in my thoughts and prayers because this is it's it's very devastating. You know, people kind of equated to like the brush wildfires in California. I think this is worse. Than oh, this is way worse. Oh, this it's way worse. worse. This is way worse. I mean, like, I mean, you're looking at. Uh, historical buildings that are caught in this and families and animals, displaced and animals. And animals yeah. yeah you know and a, a beautiful land that's being ravaged by these, these wildfires so, I, I'm just hoping that they can at least recover somewhat and you know the tourism comes back to Australia I agree so that is um, we'll wrap things up right there on that on crazy summer. Don't lose it here and at the end of the show like last week. For more information on our show, 
including where you can hear our show, go to thelakeofthousand.com, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, and comment and leave a rating and review when we are on the show. Oh, also, it is show 300. Look for our phone number up on the social media and send us a message. We're actually getting to data for next week. Send us a message, and we'll talk about it on our 300 show. Now, go ahead. Yes, uh, we're also a part of the Club Kayfabe Creative Company on Facebook. So you can go ahead and search that and interact with all of our uh, fellow creators and podcast hosts. Yes, and uh, next week, we're going to be previewing NWA Hard Times. We're going to be looking at World Collide. We're going to be mm. talking about the Royal Rumble. Um, we got a panel that you put together. I got a couple of people confirmed. I'm waiting for a couple of people. We can get more people on the panel. And this is all on episode 300? 300! Holy cow! Wow! Over here. And it's going to be like a five-hour show! Almost! This show feels like it right now. At least it's going to be a couple hours. It'll be a lot longer oh, than this man. one. Oh, man. I'm going to have to at least have three cups of coffee for this. Now you might have to actually get some coffee for yourself for that one. Um, <laughs> He's going to so, get an energy drink. That all being said, let's get out of here. I'm Mike. I'm Sal. Do your thing. I'm Mark. And as always, it's been your pleasure. And please, no matter where you are, if you have an independent wrestling organization where you live, please go there, frequent the business, give them your patronage, give them your love, show them your love, and they're going to give it to you right back because these are the future men and women superstars that you're going to be seeing down the road, hopefully in AEW or NXT or other places. So please patronize these people. And um, I'm not blaming Mel for that terrible tag match on Wednesday. All right, you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show. Have a good day, everybody. See ya. Peace out. Thank you so very much. Goodbye, and good night.